Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! got a battle between the Lady Grizz of Montana and the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, but it's not much of a battle right now because Montana is really, really struggling to shoot the basketball. Welcome in, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. If you're watching on TV or on YouTube, you don't see us there because we're here. Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, back for our seventh year covering the neutral site tournament for the Big Sky Conference and the fourth year here in Boise. It's the second day of the tournament. The Big Sky quarterfinals are transpiring in front of us. Entering the fourth quarter, the fourth quarter of the second quarterfinals about to begin here at Northern Arizona, who's the fourth seed. Has the upper hand over Montana, 55-42 right now the score. The Lady Grizz are shooting just 32%. They're only two of nine from beyond the three-point line. Northern Arizona, they're shooting in the mid-40s, but uh, they're having a pretty easy time executing offensively. And uh, right now, the Lady Grizz tried to not only come back in this specific game, but bank, vanquish some demons of times past. Montana's really struggled at the neutral site tournament since the league moved to the neutral site some seven years ago. Just one victory away from hosted tournaments in the history of the Lady Grizz program. So they continue to search for success here on the neutral. All right, we'll have all sorts of recaps for you from the day yesterday. They got this tournament kicked off to a stunning upset this morning. Idaho State goes down, and it wasn't even really an upset. It's more more like a decided result for Northern Colorado. UNC remains the hottest team in the league. They take out the top seed in this Big Sky Women's Tournament, 72-54. So we'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on in real time here. Also have a bunch of great guests for you. The Big Sky All-League stuff came out earlier today, so we'll analyze some of that when it comes to both the men's and women's teams. From Montana Angle, from our Treasure State listeners, a ton of awards for both the Grizz and Bobcat men's basketball teams. And Danny Sprinkle, 
the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year. Not unexpected, but congratulations to Coach Sprinkle. He joins us each week here on Nuanas now. And a great dude, a Montana native, a Helena product. And he, well-deserving of the Conference Coach of the Year Award. We are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Marching to savings with Northwest Motorsports Markdown Madness. They're providing special APRs all March long. You can get a truckload of savings on the greatest selection of trucks, trucks, and more trucks at Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com. This is our tournament takeover. Appreciate all of our awesome sponsors for sending us on the road. We'll be coming to you here from Boise throughout the rest of this week. And the next week, we'll be on the road again, heading to the NCAA tournament. Uh, for Thursday or Friday, we're just trying to decide. It just depends on what happens. Depends on who wins these tournaments, where they're sent, and uh, what the results are for the Big Sky Champions and what the NCAA tournament brackets look like, where the sites might be. But we will be doing our tournament takeover for the next two weeks. And also got some exciting stuff coming up when it comes to our bracket challenge as well. Uh, we have a pool. I'll be launching here later on this week, so you can get all signed up for that as well. But we have quite literally thousands of dollars of prizes in that pool, so you're going to definitely want to enter our brackets challenge as well. Our tournament takeovers presented by a variety of awesome sponsors from around the state of Montana, including Crawford's Automotive, the Silver Slipper, Aspen Sound, Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula, Vance Thompson Vision, Stockman Bank, Plumber's Drug, Ryan Holloway and Miller, and Man Mortgage. You want to listen to the show somewhere besides the radio or the TV? You can always stream us either via YouTube, N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there, or on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live and you'll find the stream. Want to get a hold of us? Best way to do it with us abroad here is by texting 406 888 1029. That's 888 1029. You got questions, comments, any of that stuff? Text us. Our main guy Jeff in the back will get us rolling. He'll forward those along to me, and you can be a part of the show. We're going to hear from Andrew Houghton, SkylineSportsMT.com, as well as ESPN Missoula here in just a minute, recapping uh, some of the early action, the first four and three-quarters games of action here in the Big Sky Women's Tournament. We're also going to be joined by Krista Redpath, recorded with Krista earlier today. So around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, we're going to slice that up this week. It's not going to just be on Thursday for the first hour. We'll have it throughout this week. So Krista and I have been up earlier this morning, so we recapped yesterday's action. She gave you a little preview of the afternoon games because uh, by the time that is playing, two of the games for the quarterfinals will be in the books. So we will uh, catch up with Krista about 4.30. We're also going to hear from Kristen Matteo, the head coach of Northern Colorado, after her team took out Idaho State. And we'll hear from Seton Soboleski, a good friend of this show and a guy that's joined us plenty of times during his 14 years as the head coach at ISU. And... Uh, he was disappointed, but I think he knows there's some stuff on the horizon for Idaho State as well. They are the regular season champions for the second year in a row, so they get an automatic bid to the WNIT. It's also a Tuesday, so that means we have our Church State Stars highlighting some of the best individual performances from across the state of Montana. Top of the hour, this is fun. Tony Parks, a play-by-play guy and a veteran NBA analyst. Mostly spends his time working for the Utah Jazz. He's the play-by-play guy for the men's tournament this year. So he'll join us about 5 o'clock. So we look forward to catching up with Tony. And then we'll get a full rundown of the courtside action of this Lady Grizz game from Voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran. He's on the call for this one. And uh, this one's about, right, by the way, update from the Lady Grizz game, 59-44 NAU leads with 7.39 remaining. So Riley, he'll join us once he gets back up here, gets done doing his post game, and he'll give us a full look uh, inside what went down between Northern Arizona and Montana. Snow on is now ESPN Radio. That is our show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team is your official realtors of Grizz Athletics. For any of your real estate questions around Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Tournament Takeover is brought to you in part by Aspen Sound. Cars, boats, and stereos, window tinting, outstarts, starts, and more. Visit Aspen Sound in Missoula on Broadway or visit aspensound.com today. Andrew Houghton joins me now. We're sitting third floor here at Idaho Central Arena. The Big Sky Tournament has four and three-quarters games in the books. Yesterday, three games. Northern Colorado had an easy win over Eastern Washington. Then uh, 
Um, Weber State, the 10th seed, came up and bit Sacramento State, knocked out the league MVP in Liana Tillman, as well as newcomer of the year, Izzy Natabo, and Sac State goes one and done here in Boise. And Weber State, the 10th seed, is into the quarterfinals. They're playing Montana State. The game tips about 5.30 here in Boise. And then the, the nightcap, Idaho had no problem with Hapless Portland State, poor Portland State. They finished the league or the season, excuse me, with 21 straight league losses. They lose 75-52 to Idaho. So Andrew, first of all, let's just talk about yesterday. Uh, no problem for Northern Colorado. I'm surprised by Weber State. No problem for Idaho. So basically, it was just the middle game that was uh, maybe not according to script in this Big Sky Conference women's tournament's first day. That's right, Coulter. Uh, by the time we were done with that, uh, Weber State upset over Sacramento State. I think everybody was expecting Idaho to just roll. But I want to talk a little bit more about that Weber State upset. I mean, that's what we've sort of expected from some of those 7-10 games, some, something a little bit crazy happening. I thought Weber State's game plan was really good on, on Tillman and Natabo, and they had a couple things go their way. I mean, when you're talking about that Sacramento State team, those are really the two players that you're talking about. you got to find a way to limit them. Weaver got a little bit of help with that because Izzy Natabo got two quick fouls, sat for the entire second quarter. Sacramento State, I mean, Mark Campbell got what he wanted. He got to the halftime with the lead without Natabo picking up the third foul. But I think it just let Weber State back into the game a little bit, and they took over in the second half. Leanna Tillman, I mean, she's going to get her shots because she can get a shot off against any defender in the conference. You just got to make them difficult and hope she misses. And after a strong first half, where I think she went 6 of 11, she struggled in the second half. Natabo was never a factor in the second half. So really good for, for Weber State moving on. And one. I can't see the number because the foul, I think it's Olivia Lucero. She gets knocked out of bounds on the foul, but she has an opportunity for an old-fashioned three-point play. And Northern Arizona's running away with this one. 63-44, NAU leads the Lady Grizz with six minutes to go in the game. And this has been a, just a bad performance by Montana. They have 21 turnovers. They're puking the ball all over the field, all over the court. And... Uh, I don't know, man. This Lady Grizz team has a lot of mental hurdles that they still need to conquer. So as much as this was seemed like a a revamped and, and breakthrough year under first-year head coach Brian Holsinger, the more things change, the more they stay the same. The Lady Grizz continue to struggle at the neutral site tournament. But I want to ask you back to yesterday's uh, only surprise, because there wasn't much analysis from the Northern Colorado Eastern Washington game. UNC basically just cruised. I mean, they led from start to finish. It was not really a, a contested game whatsoever and I mean John Newley in the nightcap basically pulled his starters in the late third quarter and then just cruised from there I mean he could have hung 100 on Portland State he, he was satisfied with uh, in the mid 60s at the end of the third quarter and then just kind of taking his foot off the gas but in that middle game I got a couple things to ask you first of all I think sometimes in this tournament when the awards are announced, it becomes a distraction for the said award winners. I don't know how much that had an effect on Leona Tillman, but I do think it had an effect on Darren Hickok from Weber State. She was very eager to harass and make things tough on Tillman, who was the leading scorer and leading assist player in the Big Sky this year. And uh, they really took her out of it. She finished with Tillman finished with 23 points, but it took her 25 shots to get there, and she didn't make a three. So how much do you think this the MVP narrative, not necessarily directly to Tillman, but just in general in the in this tournament, uh, affected? because it was sort of a controversial MVP choice. Well, I think a lot, and I think Darren Hickok said that as much in the in the post-game press conference. It was a really impressive performance by her, and if you're picking somebody to go against somebody like Leona Tillman, that's who you want because Hickok's quick, but she's also got some length. So she can bother Tillman on that step back, still get a hand in her face. Tillman still got to her spot, you know, that little right-handed floater going left a couple times. But uh, Hickok was also able to deny her the ball a little bit. She picked her up in the backcourt a little bit, forced the inbounds pass to go to somebody else. And, I mean, when you have a team like Sacramento State where one player is handling the ball on every possession and one player is either shooting or passing for an assist on every possession, just a little thing like forcing somebody else to bring the ball up can make such a huge difference. As far as Leona Tillman as the MVP goes, I mean, she really had an overwhelming statistical case. I know there was some controversy around that. You know, her should, should there be, this is my question, should there be two different awards? Most outstanding player and most valuable player. 
I think a lot of times you would just run into the same person. Sure. You would win both, and then you're giving one to somebody else who's not that a lot sure. of times. Sure. How much impact did the Manitoban have on Sacramento State? If they still have gotten Isabel Nadabo, what would Sac State have finished this year? last or above Portland State but sure. because Leona Tillman I mean she is so valuable there and a lot of people will tell you this you can't just look at the stats with a player like that and that's sort of the knock on her because she averaged 20 points but she's taking 23 shots a game right yep. she led the league in assists while she also led the league in turnovers so a lot of her stats are a function of the usage rate but having somebody who can handle the ball on every possession run the pick and roll on every possession even if you're not always getting the great outcome, just being able to do that and being able to generate offense on every possession is so valuable. And I think Mark Campbell sort of touched on this in the For post-game sure. press conference, talking about he just built the offense around the high pick and roll. For sure. With those two. I mean, they ran more high pick and roll than anybody else in the conference this year or anybody else in the country this year. It wasn't always effective, but there are not a lot of guards who would be able to do that every possession. Well, and it is a good point because they were able to do it in less than a year of having her on campus, too. I mean, Mark Campbell comes to say, State as an associate head coach from Oregon where he coached Sabrina Ionesca who was one of the great point guards in college basketball the last couple of years at Oregon. And it's a similar system. It's a point guard driven uh, system. It's a point guard driven league. So having her at the point was certainly a part of it. But I also thought that the fact that Sac State maybe was a little bit uh, over rewarded for a seventh place finish I thought it also just completely re-emphasized or I guess uh, reignited Weber State. I thought that Weber State played with an edge and an attitude that if they play like that, they're a dangerous team. They're a very talented team. They just had a hard time putting it together, but it was fun interviewing them after the game because they were very uh, very excited and exuberant. They have a lot of personality. Definitely. I mean, Valada Harris, what a star. She comes in, asks for an opening statement. She says, well, it's good to be up here after a win. Yep. That's my opening statement. Just great from her, and you could see the, the joy and the relief, I think, on the, on all their faces. Weber State, definitely a talented team. Weber State also an interesting team with the matchups that they can that they can sort of force with players like Emma Torbert and Jaden Matthews uh, and Darren Hickok. So I think they are somebody to watch going forward. But it was just it was it was nice to see that. I mean you always have the dichotomy in the postgame press conferences here. Oh, the, the relief on the winning team coming in first and then the, sure. the, the sadness for the losing team, the disappointment. But I don't think it's ever been, you know, as pure a happiness as we've seen from Weber State in, in a long time. So that was great to see. New Orleans Valley ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. It's our tournament takeover live from Boise, Idaho, Idaho Central Arena in downtown Boise. Right now, about four minutes to go, and the Lady Grizz getting run. Northern Arizona up 69-52 with 4.03 remaining. Lady Grizz have 22 turnovers and counting. They've had a hard time shooting the ball. They've had a hard time taking care of the ball. And uh, as Sophia Styles misses another runner in the lane. Uh, they just have not found any flow whatsoever, and it's just so hard to, to believe, but also so easy to predict that this Montana team, for all of their talent and uh, all of the progress that they've made in certain ways and getting over the, the hurdle against uh, Montana State, the rival after losing seven straight to them, and you know going out on top with a great weekend, their final weekend at home, and then you know winning a game to get a seed in the conference tournament. Those are all a accomplishment Lady Grizzlies deserve credit for, to be sure. But when they get to this neutral side tournaments, they have a really hard time winning. And I was going through the stats the other day, and it's not just here. The fact of the matter is Lady Grizz have among, if not the best, home court advantages in the Big Sky Conference and, and anywhere in college basketball. That's a true testament to the faithful that follow the Lady Grizz. But this team is now, if, they, if this result holds, this Lady Grizz team will be 23-52 and 52 away from the city of Missoula, whether you're talking regular season or tournament games since Robin Sullivan retired. 23 and 52. That's talking about one-third of the time you win, two-thirds of the time you lose. So this team has a lot of problems when they leave Dahlberg Arena, no matter where they're at, no matter where they're playing. It's fun for us to be here, though, and we appreciate all of our awesome sponsors for bringing us here, including Stockman Bank. When you bank with Stackman Bank, you receive personalized customer service, and your phone call is always answered by a live person. Their skilled and personable bank staff is dedicated to making it easy for you to transfer your account and meeting your overall financial needs. Blending traditional Western values with modern conveniences and state-of-the-art technology, Stockman Bank provides time-tested products and services from people who truly care about you and your financial success. 
Carver Gipiller hits a jump shot, and the Lady Grizzlies still trail by 16 points, 324 left in the game. We're going to talk a little bit more about the other big upset of the tournament so far. That was between Idaho State and Northern Colorado. UNC and uh, ISU go to halftime tied 31-31. Northern Colorado gets a little breathing room in the third quarter. And then they really start to pull away in the fourth, and they end up posting a 72-54 win. We'll come back around to that. Well, here's some news for you, some news and some commentary for you here on Nuwana. Now, the all-league results are in for the men's side, and here's the way that it all played out. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, after leading the Bobcats to their first outright league title in 20 years, he is the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year. The individual awards went like this. At Montana State, they raked in a ton of them, and deservedly so. They went 16-4 and in the league. They won the league title by a full two games, and uh, they were really good. One of the best seasons they've had in their program's history. And so because of that, they reaped the rewards. Jabril Bello, the junior center for the Bobcats, he is the Big Sky Conference most valuable player, as well as the defensive MVP. I cannot remember the last time there was this guy who was the most valuable player and the defensive player of the year. But Jabril Bello, he earns both of those awards. And deservingly so. He's definitely one of the most physically formidable and talented players in the Big Sky Conference. Raekwon Battle for Montana State, the league's top reserve on the men's side. And he shares the award with Cam Parker from Montana. Kobe McEwen from Weber State, a former Marquette transfer who actually began his career at Utah State. He was the Big Sky Newcomer of the Year for Weber State. And then Ethan Price, a freshman for Eastern Washington, earns top rookie award freshman of the year for Eastern Washington. The first team all Big Sky went down like this. Jabril Bello from Montana State. Dalen Kuntz, the conference's leading scorer from Northern Colorado. Kobe McEwen from Weber State. Xavier Bishop from Montana State. And John Knight III from Southern Utah. The second team included Lynn Akles the third from Eastern Washington, Josh Spanner from Montana, Bryce Fowler from Sacramento State, Dylan Jones from Weber State, and Steel Ventures from Eastern Washington. And the third team included Tavion Jones, who was the uh, preseason Big Sky Conference Player of the Year for Southern Utah. He gets third team, as does Jalen Cohn, the talented transfer from Virginia Tech, who plays at Northern Arizona. Matt Johnson, the second, who's a great player there at Northern Colorado. Seiko Sihoho Duara from Weber State, and Mason Fossett from Southern Utah, and then the honorable mention included Khalid Thomas from Portland State, Ahmed Damu from Montana State, Mikey Dixon from Idaho, and Robbie Beasley from Montana. So I have a lot of things I think about this list, but Andrew, what do you think of the way that the uh, the all-league awards played out? Well, properly rec- proper recognition for Montana State, for sure. and I think that's great. Um, they had, you know, I think one of the best years we've, we've seen here. I think people knew that they were talented coming into the year, but seeing them put together was great. I love that first team, man, and I love that both the, the both the point guards and Xavier Bishop and John Knight the third made it. You know what? You worry about somebody like Bishop getting that recognition, but I thought he was legitimately one of the best players in the team in, in the league this year, just because of the stability that he provided for Montana State. Aside from the scoring, and he was a great scorer, had some big games. But he was the guy who kept everything solid for them, the guy who they looked for when they were in trouble on the court, and that's something that really can't be overstated. So I, I like that. You know, I thought Josh Bannon would have been in contention for a first-team spot. He, he too. probably was, along with a couple other guys on the second team. A, a Dylan Jones could have been in contention for a first-team spot. I think, I think Bannon probably was the sixth man on that team, though. For sure. And, well, that's the interesting part is that the league used to have six all-league spots because the MVP counted as one of the first-team exactly. all-league spots. and then you have five others. They took yeah. one of those off. So, you know, in terms of the list, I think that uh, Bellow and Bishop were surefire guys. Dale and Coots was a surefire first-team all-league guy. So, I think those three are great. I think John Knight is, is hard to deny his uh, athleticism and the, just the, sort of the unique way he plays, the way he can set the tone. So, I thought he was justified as well. And then, you know, Cody McEwen is a great player, and he, he was Weaver State's most explosive scorer. But I think Dylan Jones is the best player on Weaver State. I think Dylan Jones is one of the best players in the league. Dylan Jones averaged a double-double. Exactly. Man. I mean, Dylan Jones is the, is the best big in the league. So I thought maybe Weaver could have flipped their guys. I don't think they should necessarily have any less guys. They were the fourth team in the league. So, I, you know, they deserve to have a couple guys on the list. But I thought you could have flipped. Um, McEwen and Jones, and then I thought Bannon could have been that sixth guy if there was a sixth That's guy. Right. And uh, other than that, though, I thought it looked 
pretty pretty okay, pretty darn good. I thought, you know, I know Portland State was sort of stuck right in the middle there at the 6-7 spot forever, and they end up coming into this tournament as the 7. But uh, I thought Khalid Thomas probably deserved to be on one of the three teams as well. He's just really, really talented. I mean, he's one of the – I guess he's the guy that has the one of the brightest futures after basketball or after Big Sky Basketball is done for him. I think he'll play professionally. Right. I think he's that kind of athlete. But other than that, I, you know, usually I can rant and rave forever about this stuff. But uh, I, I, I thought they actually got a, did a pretty good job. What, what, I guess the other big question is what do you think of Bello getting defensive player of the year? I think it's justifiable. I think that there were there were a lot of other candidates, certainly, for that award. Brandon Whitney at Montana is a, a guy who's been talked about a lot. Getting cooked by Dalen Coots for 29 on Thursday didn't help Brandon Whitney's case. No, and, and John Knight had a big game against him at the end of the year as well. 26 on 10-13 shooting, yep. Yeah, I think when you look at Montana State's defense was a big reason why they won as many games as they did. Jabril Bellows, the anchor of that defense. Jabril Bellows, a, a great rebounder, good shot blocker. I, I think that's a completely justifiable pick. Yeah, Bellow is such an interesting one because Bellow is, um, I'm trying to think of what his his comp is. He, he's so much like other guys of prodigious talent where he's so good and he's so productive, yet you, you see him and you still even just want more from him. Right. Because you just look at him and you're like, well, dude, you are way, way different looking than everybody else in the league. I mean, he, he is a bona fide high meter big. Right. And uh, they're going to have to figure out a way to hold on to him because he has a year of eligibility remaining. And uh, he's going to be coveted in the offseason. Yeah, and I, I don't love, you know, the MVP defensive player being the yes, same guy unless right. it's an absolutely you sure know, special player right. and absolutely clearly the best. As you know, I thought Darian White might have been on the women's side this year, but that's another topic for another day. Come on, it's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Andrew Houghton joining me. We are courtside at Idaho Central Arena. Lady Grizz game final, 75-57. The Lady Grizz lose to Northern Arizona. Montana, their postseason struggles continue. They have one postseason win in the last seven years, and uh, we'll have a full recap of that a little later on. But upcoming next, we'll hear from Chris Redpath around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, previewing the two games from the tournament tonight. And we'll also hear from a couple different subjects involved in the biggest upset of the tournament so far. Northern Colorado taking out the top seed at Idaho State. The uh, Bears did it with pretty good authority to move on to the semifinals of the tournament for the second year in a row. So all that upcoming around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Chris Redpath, our tournament takeover continues. This is Nuanas Now, Courtside in Boise. Keep it right here on CSPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Big Sky Conference Tournament is officially underway in Boise, Idaho, and the all-conference basketball teams for the women and men have both been released. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. Monday began with the announcement of the all-Big Sky women's team. Sacramento State senior Liana Tillman led the league in scoring and assists, helping her earn league MVP and unanimous first-team all-conference honors. Tillman was joined on the first team by Montana's Carmen G. Feller and Montana State's Darian White. Other selections with Treasure State ties include Montana senior Sophia Stiles, Landing on the second team, and Montana State junior Cola Battier landing on the third team. White was also named co-defensive player of the year. On the men's side, Montana State junior center Jabril Bello earned Big Sky MVP honors. Bello, who was also named defensive player of the year, was joined on the first team by senior Xavier Bishop. Bobcat sophomore Raekwon Battle earned top reserve honors with Montana senior Cameron Parker. Montana's Josh Bannon landed on the second team, while Grizz sophomore Robbie Beasley was an 
honorable mention. In the first day of action in the Big Sky Women's Tournament, Northern Colorado defeated Eastern Washington 64-45. Weber State upset Sac State 74-64, and Idaho drilled Portland State 75-52. UNC plays Idaho State, Weber plays Montana State, and Idaho plays Portland State in today's quarterfinals. For updates, tune in to Nuanez Now. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. now we are coming to you live from Idaho Central Arena the Big Sky Basketball Tournament marches on and we got five total results in the books including two quarterfinals results so far today top seeded Idaho State they lost to Northern Colorado in the women's tournament 72 to 54 to move on to the semifinals and bounce the defending, two-time defending regular season and defending tournament champions. And now the second quarterfinal is in the books. The University of Montana loses to Northern Arizona 75-57. So NAU into the semifinals. They will take on Northern Colorado tomorrow. And uh, then in the for the Lady Grizz, their season ends on a sour note. They had a, a great ending to the season, sweeping their final regular season home weekend of Southern Utah and Montana State in town. Looked like they were going to carry some momentum. Then they lose in overtime to Northern Colorado, but they bounce back in a big way with a win at Sac State to punch a seed and get a bye in this tournament. But this Lady Grizz team looked a lot like the Lady Grizz teams of yesteryear, of, of the Shannon Schwain and Mike Petrino eras. They really, really struggled in this game. They were never comfortable. They seemed to never settle in in the arena here in Boise. And the sum result is an 18-point loss to an NAU team that they split with during the regular season. Montana, the keys from the box score. Turned the ball over 21 times. They shot just 32% from the floor, and they only made three of their 13 three-pointers. NAU didn't exactly shoot the lights out. They were 42% from the floor, but they did shoot 7 of 15 from beyond the arc, and they were very good <coughs> at the free-throw line, excuse me, making 11 of 12 in the second half and finishing with 16 of 22 from the free-throw line. Karika Rashid, who was the Big Sky Conference preseason MVP a year ago, she... Finishes with 17 points and 10 rebounds for Northern Arizona. Lauren Orndorf, she has 18 points, which is a team high. Michaela Mayo, she had 14 points for NAU. And Olivia Moran had 12. So four players finished in double figures for the Lumberjacks, who are led, of course, by fifth-year head coach Lori Payne, herself a native of Haver, Montana, who played her college ball at University of Washington. So NAU into the semifinals with Lady Grizz. Their season is finished. They have a 19-13 and 13 record overall, but this team, the same things continue to ail them. Long scoring droughts, adversity in games that causes them to then spiral and not be able to keep their heads on straight. And uh, they just really can't win outside of Missoula. They're now 23-52 and 52 away from the city of Missoula since Robin Selvig retired following the 2016 season. So uh, the struggles continue for Montana and Northern Arizona and NAU, the first two teams to punch their tickets to the semifinals of the Big Sky Conference Basketball Tournament. Nuanas Now, Tournament Takeover is presented by a variety of awesome sponsors from in and around the state of Montana, including Carver's Automotive. From oil changes to brakes, tune-ups to transmissions, Crawford's will get you on the road. Call 406-542-7705 today and see how Crawford's can help you. We, for the first hour of each Thursday show here on Nuanas Now, 
brought you around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. It's a very innovative segment, and I'm very proud of it. Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference insider, has been kind enough to join us for a full hour each Thursday. She, by the way, is on the call for all of the ESPN Plus live streams. Her and Jenny Cavanaugh uh, on the call. Uh, for every single game of this Big Sky Women's Tournament, so you can always check that out. Go check out Krista's great commentary. And uh, her and I, we decided instead of doing one big hour-long deal on Thursday, we are just going to give you around the Big Sky and Women's Soups. One segment at a time. So we'll just do like little 10-minute hits throughout the week, and we'll recap everything that's going down uh, in the Big Sky Conference Tournament. It's game day. Get ready for action. Fast break, slam dunks, buzzer beating, three-pointers, and more. Can you see all the game day excitement? Really? Can you see it? If you wish your vision was clearer, Vance Thompson Vision's world-class team and experienced doctors can help. They use the most advanced technology to provide you with the best possible outcome for your eyes. Request your free laser vision consultation from the premier LASIK and cataract surgeons in Montana. You can visit VanceThompsonVision.com today. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Chris Redpath. Here you go. All sorts of natural sounds for you. We're coming to you almost live from Idaho Central Arena here, downtown Boise, Idaho. Snowana's now ESPN Radio. Dive into Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. You're used to this for the first hour of every Thursday show. We're breaking it up a little bit because we got women's basketball action almost every day this week at the Big Sky Tournament in Boise. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week is presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate, or use your home equity for an exciting new project, make sure to call Man Mortgage, a family-owned Montana company. Man Mortgage has been serving Montana's communities statewide since 1989. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. Here with Chris Redpath, uh, the color commentator for every single Big Sky Conference game so far. Uh, day one in the books, Krista, how did it go yesterday? Oh, it was incredible, Coulter. It was a lot of fun, good basketball. Um, I think it, w- it went as I thought it would go. I, You know, the, the Weber State-Sac State game, I wasn't sure Weber State had beat Sac State both times on the season, but you have the most valuable player and the newcomer of the year on your roster in Leona Tillman is El Nadabo. But I think Weber State just played an excellent game, and the nightcap was fun. Idaho just really put on an offensive clinic, and Portland State struggled in that 2-3 zone. But overall, I thought it was a great day of basketball. Your results from yesterday included Northern Colorado posting a 64-45 win over Eastern Washington. Sacramento State upset by Weber State 74-64. The 10 seed moves on to take on Montana State. And then we also had Idaho beating Portland State 75-52. to And Montana State, they stumbled down the stretch. They lost their regular season finale at Northern Colorado despite 32 points from Darian White. And the Bobcats were so good uh, during the month of January and February. They had a great winning streak. They got all the way up into league title contention. But, but they didn't look quite in sync down the stretch. But yet they still have one of the best players in the league, Darian White, and they are a tried they are a tournament tried team. So what, what sort of the general outlook for Montana Six? I do think that even though they're the two seed, they have nothing to lose. They, they don't have a lot of pressure coming to this tournament, but they absolutely could be one of the teams that could win it. I think Montana State has all the weapons to put together a tournament run and make something happen behind the play of Darian White that plays both sides of the ball. She can make things happen on the defensive end, the offensive end. Coulter, you and I have talked so much about her, and we just think that she is most valuable player material. Despite Leona Tillman getting the MVP, Darian White is that type of a player for her team. Now, I will say this, matching up against Weber State, Weber State is playing good team basketball behind, you know, Darren Hickok, just athletic. And they're playing really well. So this this will be an interesting matchup for them. They're going to have to play well every single game to get to proceed. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Chris Redpath this week presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. Let's talk about this Weber State team because I've liked Weber State since I saw them in Missoula and in Bozeman earlier this year. I think that Valena Harris has a different style than anybody in the league. She really, she has an attitude, and she wants her team to play with an attitude, and I love it. I think it's so fun to watch. I was telling my brother uh, when we were just uh, debriefing last night that I'd never actually covered a Valena Harris game in which she had won. 
all the times I'd ever interviewed her or had her at this tournament, it was always after a loss. And so those are always weird press conferences. You know, they're always different. She was so fun in the post-game press conference last night. She, you could tell she was just being herself, and she's just a totally different character than a lot of the coaches in the league. And I actually think even though Weber's the 10 seed, they only won six league games, they're really scary. Well, we've liked Emma Torbert. Coulter, yeah. you and I sat courtside when they when the Lady Grizz played Weber State, and you and I looked at each other on that step back three and thought, boy, that's, that's difficult to defend. I will say this, Emma Torbert does create a mismatch problem because she likes to draw the bigs, the post players, out on the perimeter, and she does have that step back. And so Cola Badbear is going to have to really adjust um, or any of the post players to an outside presence like an Emma Torbert. But back to Valeda Harris. I love two days ago, I got a chance to visit with her as well, and she talked a lot about the details mattering and perspective on the season and cohesiveness with her team. And I thought that they had a game plan, and they were down, and they came back and accepted accelerated in the third quarter and really locked down on the offensive end. I think if there's any team that could do some damage here at this tournament, it would be Weber State. What does Montana State need to do then to avoid that damage? Because it's an interesting dichotomy, right? Montana State is so smooth and they they look like a pro team in the way that they move the ball when they're operating well. And Darren White is, I think, a future pro. But, I mean, Darren Hickok can get up in you. She, she completely flustered Leona Tillman in the first round, even though Tillman finished with 23 points. It took her 25 shots. She missed all seven of her three-point attempts. And Derek Hickok, she talked in the post-game press conference about how she loves the challenge. And Valenta Harris said, hey, I like my girls to be from 1 to 10. This girl takes it all the way to 25. She can get so ratcheted up. And, and across the board, though, Weber has sort of this attitude that I think is sort of a stark contrast to just sort of the smooth and steady nature that the Bobcats operate with. So how does Montana State avoid not falling into playing Weber's game this afternoon? Montana State needs to have their own game plan and stay the course. They've had a lot of success this year off of utilizing Darian, but also looking for Leah Beattie, who's come on strong. Um, also, Caitlin Lamardo on that defensive end. I look at Cola Badbear and her game. Um, I, I just think that if you're Montana State, you don't change a lot. You go out and be you, and you just be you, and, and let it develop and play hard on the defensive end. They've got to rebound the basketball, Coulter. Second chance opportunities will be really big, and that's something that Montana State's been able to capitalize on this year and something they're going to need to do in this game. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Chris Redpath joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. And last couple things for you, Krista. The nightcap tonight, 8 p.m., will be between the third-seeded Southern Utah Thunderbirds, who have had their best year in their 10 years in the Big Sky, against Idaho, a six-seed who looked a lot better than a six-seed to me last night. I think that Idaho has a lot of pieces that have coalesced, especially in the last three weeks. And John Newley, he knows how to win at neutral site tournaments. He has as much experience in neutral site tournaments as any coach in this tournament. So what do you think of this matchup tonight between Idaho and Southern Utah? For whatever reason, even though I see 3-6, seems like the seeds can be totally flipped. I think this is like a, a full-on draw of a matchup when you talk about the talent of these two teams. Well, I'll tell you what, Idaho, I really love the play of Beyonce, Louise Forsythe, and Tiana Johnson, the transfer from Sac State. Those three on the wing position are over six feet, and they create a lot of mismatch issues. And it's going to be fun to watch them counter Dari Dodson for Southern Utah, who I feel is one of the best players in the conference. Athletic, agile, plays both ends of the ball. Um, Lizzie Williamson, a force inside. So I think it's going to be interesting to see almost a different look for John Newley um, in that he's got these wings that can really shoot the ball and also go in and rebound. Just a little different look than we've seen with the guards that have been, you know, Splash Sisters is what comes to mind. And I think Sydney Gandy's play well, but this yesterday I think that they really got behind Louise Forsyth, Beyonce, and Tiana Johnson. You can find Chris's call on ESPN Plus all week long. It's around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Chris Redpath this week presented by Man Mortgage. Good luck with the call today. Thank you, Coulter. So there you go. Crystal Redpath will join us throughout the week. Appreciate Bad Mortgage for being our presenting sponsor for all of our Big Sky Conference women's hoops coverage and commentary featuring our good friend Chris Dett. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you live from Idaho Central Arena here in downtown Boise. Two quarterfinal games in the books here in Boise. The Lady Grizz of Montana just fell. 75-58 to Northern Arizona. Earlier today, 
Northern Colorado knocked out the top seed in Idaho State Bengals decisively. 72-54 ISU goes down to Northern Colorado. So your first semifinal in the women's tournament features the eighth-seeded Bears versus the fourth-seeded Lumberjacks. The Wild Times. Thanks, Guy Coward. Speaking of that upset from earlier today, Zero went into it. There's five first-year head coaches in the Big Sky Conference on the women's side. One of them is Kristen Matteo. She helped Northern Colorado to the biggest upset of the tournament so far. Here's a couple of minutes from her on how they were able to get it done and knock out the defending tournament champion, Idaho State Bengals. Real proud of our girls tonight. Um, this was physically and mentally exhausting game. Um, as we all know, Idaho State is, has been the last couple of years kind of the gold standard of the co conference. Um, so anytime you have a chance to go against a team of that caliber and, and just their coaching staff uh, and walk away with the win, it is huge. And I thought, you know, at halftime, it's even up, so zero to zero. So then it just became a 20-minute battle. And then it became a 10-minute battle into that fourth quarter. So we figured out literally just take it one possession at a time and, and figure out how to get the win, and they did. Hey, Coach, your team didn't ever seem to be scared of the fact you were playing the defending conference champions. So how did you able to instill that confidence in them coming into this game? Well, I don't think the game plan is ever to play scared no matter who you're playing. Um, but it, it's March right now, and as uh, you know, some people could say we're the underdog. I guess we are if you want to take that approach. Um, I don't feel that way about these girls. I don't think they feel the same way either. I feel like they, they know there's an opportunity just like the next team, and, and, and we've just done a great job of seizing and the moment that we have right now. And then, Coach, you got the zone, like, what was, what would be that so effective against them today? Um, <clears throat> I just give credit to our players. I, I thought, you know, we missed some. <laughs> they had some open looks that they didn't knock down, but um, it, it became a rebounding battle. And, you know, Sabina got 10, and how much did you get, Kristen? Nine. Nine? Nine. It, it, became, <laughs> it, it just became a rebounding battle. Um, and, and they have plenty of players that can score the ball. Um, that wasn't the thing. It was once the shot went up, what, what were we doing uh, to kind of finish that possession? And that was probably bigger than whatever defense that we happen to be in, you know, at the time is, is getting those rebounds. Coach, if you had to use one word to describe uh, the team's character today, what would it be? <laughs> I, I would just say resilient right now. Um, they are, we've been in a lot of these moments, unfortunately. I wish I could say we've had a lot of 20-point wins this season, and but we, but we haven't had that. We've been actually in these dogfights all season long, so it really feels the same outside of we're just on a little bit different stage in a different arena right now. So there you go, Kristen Matteo here on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, which is part of our coverage from our tournament takeover. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We are not in studio because we are here. That's Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, the Big Sky Tournament in full force. There's uh, five women's games in the books, and the uh, Montana State women's basketball team about to take out Weber State. In about 40 minutes, that game's set to tip in the third of four quarterfinals for the day. There will be a new champion in Big Sky Conference women's hoops for the tournament because Idaho State was knocked out. It's pretty hard to repeat in this tournament. It's become exponentially harder since it moved to a neutral site. We haven't had a repeat champion in Big Sky Conference women's basketball since the Lady Grizz did it back in 2008 and 2009. So uh, it won't happen again this year because Idaho State, they lost 72-54 to Northern Colorado. Here's a couple of minutes from Seton Sobolewski, Idaho State 14th year head coach and the Big Sky Conference coach of the year on just how hard it is to repeat as Big Sky Conference tournament champions. They did a great job. They they hit shots and they played really hard and um, you know, they've got some tremendous momentum going on right now for them. Uh, especially consider the games going into the conference tournament and they're really the situation they're in right now, the way their team is built, uh, they're built to have some success in this situation. They've got an older team. You know, I think they've got one freshman on the roster and Sementhal is a sophomore and someone else is a sophomore, but everyone else is juniors and seniors. Uh, they didn't have a great regular season. They had a great finish to the regular season, but they didn't have a great regular season. And, and so, you know, there's no pressure on them. They're an older group. I think the zone really helps them in a conference tournament setting like this. Uh, the zone is a good zone. 
and uh, they're well coached. They're, they're well coached. They've got a, a situation that you don't want to play them right now. <laughs> I think them and uh, Idaho. I think Idaho's playing really well right now. Th those are two teams you don't want to play in, in a situation like this. And um, I thought we had a great year, and, and we are limping to the finish line here. It's, it's been tough the last couple weeks, but um, we're getting there. We're getting there, and we still got one more game left at least. Um, we'll be an automatic qualifier in the WNIT. And so we've got a rally here and, and see if we can get together before that game. Colton Nuwana, Scott on Sports Seaton. We talked throughout the year about the quest for the second title. I don't think anybody's repeated at this tournament for like 13 or 14 years. So just how tough is it, man? What were some of the challenges you guys went through uh, during this quest for a second straight tournament title? It's really hard. Um, and you can even go further back than just this, this tournament. Uh, to be back-to-back -back regular season champions is really hard. Um, you have to stay very consistent for a two-month span, over two-month span, and um, people are giving you their best game every night. They, they, you have the target on your back. They want to knock you off, and um, we had some really tough and interesting games in Reed Gym this year where people just gave us their, their all. I mean, Portland State gave us a heck of a game in Reed Gym towards the end of the year, and um, it's a really hard thing to do, just to be back-to-back -back regular season champions. You don't see that happening a lot. Um, and then to win you know, a conference tournament back-to-back, -back, you've got to be something that's really, really special. I, I think we have a special team. I think we have a really good team. Um, but you, you have teams like Northern Colorado or um, talented teams that, that are really playing free in no-pressure situations right now that are going to play really well. And, and it's going to be tough. It's it's it's, it's tough to win this uh, thing back to back. You know, the history of the season. Just wondering, like in game today, like as you're seeing kind of what she's able to do. How are you trying to adjust to that? And I guess what wasn't working about that? Well, you know, you don't get to vote for yourself um, for conference coach of the year. You can't vote for any of your players. You're not allowed to for players of the year. And when it came down to voting for conference coach of the year, um, that was a tough decision. You know, I thought I thought Mark did a great job at Sac State. Um, you know, with, with the people he had, but uh, she was a difficult one to say no to. I think she's done one of the best coaching jobs down the stretch here, and they're smart. And so what I'm getting at is you front harden and try to give Lob help. Well, they empty the weak side and take threes on the weak side, or they they empty out your your help side. Uh, they did something similar to that against Montana State in their last game where they would flare screen the weak side and, and get the ball to threes on the weak side of the floor. And so they knew how to counter uh, any, any way we wanted to defend the post. And they're smart. They have a really good weapon in Harden, and they know how to use her. And then if you want to play behind her, she's, actually, she's got great footwork. She knows how to score through right hand, left hand. She knows how to make moves. Um, so you can't play behind her and just play one-on-one. And then if you double-team the post, um, your doubler better be big and tall, um, and she's willing, a willing passer out of the post. So um, they're just smart, and they just, they're, they're a well-prepared team. Um, they counter things you want to do well. And like I said, they have, they have the makeup to, to have a really good conference tournament run here. So great analysis there by Seton Sobolewski, 14th year head coach for Idaho State, one of the best in the Big Sky Conference, and actually the Big Sky Conference coach of the year this year. But uh, great praise from him to Kristen Maddio, who's doing a great job in Northern Colorado, and she's got her team in the semifinals in her first season at the helm. Suarez now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We'll take a look at some of the best performances and some of the best individual storylines from around the state of Montana. It's our Treasure State Stars. Next on Nuanas Now, keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. One, two, three. Nuwana is now on ESPN Radio.
Good morning. It's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. If you don't see me on TV, it's because I'm not there. I'm here. I'm at Idaho Central Arena sitting on the third floor watching the Big Sky Conference basketball tournament. We're five games in. We got two quarterfinals in the books. A couple more minutes here of hour number one. Then we got Tony Parks coming up with us. He is the play-by-play guy for the men's tournament, which gets underway tomorrow. Very excited to have Tony join us. Well, here's a r- quick rundown of what's gone down this morning. Big upset. Northern Colorado takes out the top seed, Idaho State, 72-54. So the Bengals will not repeat as Big Sky Conference Tournament champions. And the streak of non-repeats continues. It's been since 2008-2009 that a women's team repeated in this tournament. So it's a tough task, especially since it's moved to a neutral site. And the Northern Colorado into the semifinals. The second result from today, Northern Arizona takes down Lady Grizz. The Lumberjacks blast their way to a 75-57 victory. They forced 21 Lady Grizz turnovers and held the Montana squad to 33% shooting. So Lady Grizz, their postseason struggles continue. They have just one postseason win since Robin Selvig retired back in 2016. So uh, still an uphill battle when it comes to the postseason for the University of Montana women's basketball team. We're about 29 minutes away from Montana State tipping. They will take on 10th seed at Weber State. That was one of the other upsets of the tournament. Weber blasted sack last night. Uh, upset Sacramento State at Hornets 74-64. And uh, the Wildcats take some momentum into this matchup with Montana State, the second-seeded Bobcats. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, this game play out because even though Montana State is the undisputed two-seed and they were in the mix for the Big Sky title all the way until the end of the regular season, um, Weber State played a lot of attitude yesterday, and there's definitely a, a scary team. Let's dive into our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. No matter where you're at in Montana, no matter what kind of loan you need, Parkside Credit Union is an awesome place to get financing for anything because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Stars highlights some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana by Montanans for Montanans. Treasure State Star number one, we're going to talk about just a few of the outstanding basketball teams from over the weekend. The divisional tournaments play out. So specifically, let's look at some of the outstanding Class AA teams. The Billings West Girls have been one of the best teams in AA for the duration of the season, and they cruise through the Eastern AA Tournament. They take the top seed out of the East into the AA Tournament in Billings this last weekend. So the Billings West Girls certified state championship contenders, as are the Missoula Hellgate Girls. They're our Treasure State star number two. Alex Colville had 17 points to lead Hellgate to a Western AA Divisional title game victory and to Hellgate the regular season Western AA champions and number one seed out of the West. They take that one seed into the state tournament as well. So Hellgate, a team that has a lot cooking, a lot uh, a lot on the line, a, a good build and rebuild by Rob and Brady Henthorne, the co-head coaches there. They invested in young talent early on, and uh, they've been riding that young talent. So now they are juniors and seniors, and so they are a team that uh, certainly is among the favorites in the AA tournament on the girls' side. On the boys' side, how about the Helena Capital boys? They were basically the number one team in the state from stem to stern. Braden Cook, one of the best players in the state of Montana, and they dispatched the Big Sky Eagles 60-56 to in the Western AA state uh, Western AA Divisional, excuse me, championship game. But how about those Big Sky Eagles? It's been a minute since Missoula had multiple teams not going to the state tournament on the boys' side. And that the one team that was going was Big Sky. So congratulations to Big Sky. They're... They've uh, done a good job of revamping that thing. They're an, and they're an athletic team. I think they'll have a chance to compete when it comes to the state tournament um, in Billings next. How about some of the other outstanding Treasure State stars? Treasure State star number four, Raekwon Battle. The number one play on Sports Center Saturday night when he hit a basically half-court shot to lift Montana State to a victory over Northern Colorado and put an exclamation point on MSU's first outright Big Sky Conference title in 20 years. Raekwon Battle also earned top reserve honors for the league champion Bobcats earlier this week. He shared those honors with Treasure State star number five, Cameron Parker, senior point guard for the Grizz, and one of the best six men in the league. Parker's played a key role for Montana as they are now knocking on the door of yet another 20-win season. Treasure State star number six, Jabril Bello. We buried the lead here. He probably should have been Treasure State star number one because he is the Big Sky Conference MVP and the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Year. 
And I can't remember my 16 years covering the league. The last time there was a guy that swept those two awards, the Big Sky MVP and the Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year. Soldier Brill Bellow, uh, certainly well-deserving. And Treasure State star number seven, despite the result that just played out, Carmen G. Filler. She's a junior for the University of Montana, and uh, she had a great junior year, and she earned first-team All-League honors as well. And uh, she helped carry the Lady Grizz despite their loss in this league tournament. She had 14 points and five rebounds and was one of the only Montana players that had good shooting splits here in the Big Sky Tournament in Boise. So there you go. That's our Treasure State Stars for the week. Basketball heavy because it is March, so we're going to be basketball heavy for quite some time. Takeover marches on. Hour one of Nuwana is now in the books. Hour two coming at you. Tony Parks will be on the call for the Big Sky Tournament from start to finish. He'll join us next here on Nuwana is now. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 